Hello, and welcome to the How to Make a Podcast podcast. My name is Casey Ruff from Boundless Body LLC, and I am the host of Boundless Body Radio. Before October of 2020, I was not a podcaster. Now, I have recorded hundreds of episodes featuring incredible guests, created tons of helpful content, and have consistently generated thousands of downloads every month since I began. I'm just a regular dude trying to share our message, and now I'm ready to show you my process, my successes and failures, and everything I've learned along the way to help you start your own podcast. Together, we'll explore the entire process of having a podcasting idea and take it all the way to publishing your first episode and explore all the steps in between. Then, I'll give you all the tools that you will need so you can record as many episodes that you want to release after that. Podcasting is one of the most enriching skills I've ever added to my life, and I've learned a ton by talking with some of my heroes and sharing it with anyone who wants to join us on our journey. So, sit back, grab a notebook, take some notes, and welcome to the How to Make a Podcast podcast. Hello, this is Casey Ruff. Thank you so much for joining us on episode number three of the How to Make a Podcast podcast. So um, grateful for you for joining along. This has been a really fun project, and I hope you've gotten a, a good amount of information from the first two episodes. Um, today is episode number three. Last time we talked about hardware, so naturally we will be talking today about software. This is <laughs> this is a big um, pit to kind of jump into. There's lots of different options that you have. As always, I will try to give you as many options as possible but then also tell you how I do everything exactly. Um, and you can choose if you want to use that as your kind of framework to at least get started and you can explore other options down the, down the road. So let's start out with recording. We need to decide and be really mindful early on how exactly you're going to be recording interviews with people, if that's the type of podcast you want to do. And you need to be really mindful and decide whether you are going to just do audio or whether you are also going to incorporate video um, with what you're trying to do. So... With what I do over at Boundless Body Radio, um, I have to remind myself that we are a podcast. We are not as set up to be a video recording um, thing, and I, I simply just don't need to do that. I like to focus my time and energy where it's used the most, and you know, we, we have some software that allows us to make videos um, that are just like squiggly lines, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but for me, the times that I've ever tried to record video, my audio quality has suffered quite a bit, and again, for what my intent and purpose is for Boundless Body Radio, I have to just remind myself that we're basically mostly audio and really focus on being really good at that and really preserve the audio quality, so we don't record any video you may want to. Um, it's it's kind of interesting, like even just posting the audio file with the squiggly line on it, how many views it does get on YouTube. It's not a tremendous amount. I mean, if we have a, if we have an episode that has, you know, maybe like say like three or 400 total downloads, we may only get maybe a 10th or maybe a fifth of, of that on YouTube. And it also really depends on the guests. So some guests, they have a big presence on YouTube. Um, we just really don't. I just post those so people can listen to them and, and see them in video form. But but again, we focus on audio. So recording your audio or video, there's a few different options to go here. Um, Skype is kind of one of the classic ones that, that people were using for a really long time. Um, for whatever reason, uh, phone calls sound terrible. Um, I definitely would not go that route. Um, you know, there's also podcast um, software options that are specifically for recording podcasts. I don't 
do any of that stuff, it's it's just way, way, way easier to go to Zoom. Zoom has been really reliable. Sometimes you'll hear different Zoom, you know, pings and noises that just classic, you know, Zoom audio. Um, and I just really don't mind using that. Pretty much every guest we've ever invited also has a Zoom account. Obviously, it's 2021. Um, so I, I keep it really simple. It also allows me to have um, automatic integrations into software like Calendly to set up appointments. We'll talk about that in a later episode. But for me and what I do, I just keep everything simple and just go through Zoom. Um, you can record your audio on Zoom itself and download it later. For me, um, I'm going into a mixer like we talked about on episode two. It's it's physically being recorded on the mixer onto a mini or micro SD card. So I don't worry about recording on Zoom whatsoever. But again, it's such a ubiquitous software. Everybody knows how to use it. It's really simple. That's all I do there. Now we're going to talk about editing. This is another one where you have some options here. I'm going to go right for the classic one that most people know of when they think of audio editing, and that is Audacity. Audacity, from everything I could tell, is completely free. Um, you can use that to do all kinds of different stuff with audio, uh, making cuts, doing fades, um, you know, there's there's ways to process and clean up different staticky options on the audio. And I just have to say, after many, many hours of blood, sweat, and tears on Audacity, I just could not figure it out. I would say of any software I've ever used, that one had probably the steepest learning curve. And I was not willing to continue sacrificing a whole bunch of time. And I was willing to pay for something that would be much more simple. Now, if you have a history of, you know, audio editing, obviously that will be really natural and easy for you. Um, if you have a Mac, I know you can use GarageBand. I don't have one. Um, and so as I was doing research to find audio um, editing, I wanted to keep things very simple. I was willing to pay a monthly fee for that. And the place I landed was a site called alitu.com. That is A-L-I-T-U, Alitu. It's basically about $28 a month that I pay and it's it's really unlimited as far as the content you can put on there. So there's no limit to how many episodes you can put in there. You can, you know, use their features for other Zoom calls or other presentations that you need to do that might be really helpful. But the first thing I want to say about Alitu is the simplicity which with the software works is very, very good. And their customer service has been incredible. So once you upload the audio file... Uh, again, I'm taking mine from microSD. I'm saving it on my computer, and I go directly to Alitu where I can upload that episode. It will take about 10 to 15 minutes or so for an hour um, to, to be processed and edited, and then you click on a screen that, that says edit. And this is where you go to make very simple cuts you can also split the audio track if that's needed. And so we've had instances on our show where, you know, we're talking and all of a sudden Zoom pings out weird and they, they come back and their voice is like completely different and it's really um, distracting to the conversation. So sometimes sometimes I'll add like a bumper in between so that I can explain things and then get right back to the episode. Um, so splitting the audio um cutting the audio. And so if somebody goofs up, if, if my dogs, which they've already done once today, <laughs> freak out in the background, um, you can cut those out. It, it makes it really, really, really simple to do those things. There's a few other interesting features on Alitude. They do have some processing. And so I noticed that the sound is better once it's gone through Alitude's software and platform. It's really easy to set up 
the feature where you can send your done podcast once it's all fully edited over to your hosting platform. We're going to talk about that in a second, but the, the, you can automatically link up if you're using a major, major hosting uh, platform, which I do. I use Buzzsprout. We'll talk about that in a second. Like I said, um, on Alitu, there's also lots of music, kind of open source music that you can use if you want to use an introduction or, you know, outro music or something like that. Um, I don't personally use that. I um, use I use music that I paid for. I used a website called Pond5. Um, and I last year, as I was shopping this around, I actually bought two different tracks. And so you'll hear this track. I'll play it right now. So this is my track for Boundless Body Radio. That will play. And then this is the music that you heard in the introduction of this show. I bought a backup file that I thought was interesting. I never did anything with it until I had the idea to do this podcast, and that was really helpful. So Pond5, P-O-N-D-5, is where I picked up those tracks. I download them directly into my mixer on one of the buttons that I can push at any time so that I'm just doing this really just kind of on the fly. And then when I want to, I can fade the music down really easily because it is a mixer. So that's how I did that. You have lots of options when it comes to, um, you know, how you want to approach music. And Alitude does have a bunch of different tracks that you can use in your show if you like. Uh, another feature is the video. So I mentioned earlier that we don't record any video. However, using Alitude, there's a button that you can click that says create video. And this is a really convenient way to at least have something to upload into YouTube. Like I said, as of now, what they do, it's just a squiggly line, which is totally fine. Um, you can put your cover art on it, which is kind of cool. Um, you do that on YouTube. Um, but it gives you a video file of the audio track, which I think is really convenient. And again, for me, I'm not going to screw around with trying to cut up a bunch of video. Audio is enough time that I want to be spending on that as well. So that's kind of Alitu, and that's why I went with them. Like I said, their features are very simple. They're very, very helpful. The learning curve was very low. And every time I've reached out to message them about a feature or something I'm curious about, their customer service has been incredible. So I have no problem recommending them for your editing software if you're willing to spend a little bit of money. Like I said, I pay about $28 a month for unlimited use of all of their features. I do have to mention there's one more piece of software out there that I have found to be interesting and useful in certain situations, and that website is called Sone, S-O-N-E, Sone.com. And what they allow you to do is do, it, it basically does automatic processing for you. So static noises or if levels are off, it kind of brings them back into balance. That is completely free. I have no idea how or why they do that. But if I have, you know, a Zoom call that the connection just wasn't that great and there's, you know, a lot of audio problems or there's static on a person's end. I've had people on the other end of the telephone, you can totally tell <laughs> when they're using wired Apple headphones as their microphone because it will like scratch against the microphone as they're talking like this. And it's so bloody annoying. And, and sometimes using multiple processing software options and running it through in different combinations of those that can sometimes be pretty helpful. Um, I've used them in a handful of episodes. Um, and it, and in certain situations it was helpful. So that again is S O N E and that is completely free, which is pretty cool. So now let's go on to hosting. So hosting basically gives you an area where your podcast lives. So 
This is where everything is stored. This is where all the stats are being tracked. This is where the podcast is being pushed out to different directories and, and all the different like platforms all over the place. There's a few of them out there. Like I said, you know, do some research, see which one meets your needs the most. I thought Buzzsprout was the very best option that I could find for the price and for the amount of features that they have. So what you do is you submit your cover art. You have to upload an episode first before any of the directories will recognize you. And you say what kind of podcast it is. You say if there's a rating on it or not. And then it actually, there's a whole button that you can just push where it takes you to directories. And it takes you through step by step by step of all the things you need to do to get listed as a podcast on different platforms. So the biggest one by far, obviously, is Apple. You should really work to get your podcast on Apple. That can take a few weeks, so keep that in mind. With this particular podcast, I submitted to Apple over a week ago, and I still have not heard back. Um, Some of the other platforms are a lot faster. I would say the next best place that we get a lot of downloads would be Spotify or Google Podcasts. And each one of the processes is a little bit different for each one of the platforms, but Buzzsprout makes it super easy. You click the button of where you want to get listed, and then it takes you through step-by-step what to do to get you know your podcast out on multiple different directories, as many or as few as you like. Buzzsprout is also where I'm doing my episode notes. So this is, you know, if you scroll to the bottom of a podcast, if you want to add links or references, I will always, you know, in the outro, allow my guest to say where the best place to find them is. I will include that in the show notes. I will also go out of my way to link up anything or anyone that we talk about that I want to share some special love to. So we'll link those up there as well. That's where you do that is on Buzzsprout. It's also where you can add a summary you can also add hashtags if that can help get you know people eyeballs on your show. And you can also schedule out all of your releases. So right now, I we I think we've released 160 or so episodes on Balanced Body Radio. And I'm sitting on another 24, 25 episodes that have not even been released. And those are all scheduled. So I can really stop podcasting if I wanted to, which I don't because it's too much fun. But if I wanted to, I could stop with the podcast. And I would know that there would be an episode released three times a week on schedule on the right day until you know Thanksgiving, which is about two months away from now. So that's kind of cool. I really love that feature. One feature I also really love that I want to call out Buzzsprout for is the visual soundbite. Now, this is pretty cool. On the visual soundbite, you can take an audio clip anywhere from about 15 seconds to about a minute, I think is a limit, and you can make a social media visual soundbite highlighting your interview. So when I'm doing interviews, we're going to talk a little bit about this in a future episode, but just so you kind of know, I'm really active with what I'm doing. I'm writing down in one column, I have all of my edits. So places I'm going to go back and make an edit, so it's timestamped, so I don't have to listen to the entire episode you know, all over again to be able to decide where I'm going to make my edits. I learned that one the hard way. And then I also, next to that, I have a column where I put VS for visual soundbite, and Man, every single episode, there will be this like amazing string of consciousness that our guests have, and they're saying such an amazing point, and it's just like chills or really hits home. I will timestamp that so that then I can go through Buzzsprout, I can find where that 
that soundbite started where I want to stop that soundbite could be 30 seconds exactly. Or it could be what I like to do is when, you know, they're, they're kind of done finishing their point and they kind of tail off. I like to end it right there. And it gives you three different options of shapes of this soundbite that you can then share around on your social media platforms. And you can also send them to your guests so they can do the same. So again, I will really focus on what my guest has the most presence on. So if we interview somebody and they have 100,000 followers on Instagram, you better believe I'm going to be making a definitely a visual soundbite that fits on their Instagram and also one that's shaped a little bit differently that's ideal for uh, Instagram stories. Now, the third option would be a wider um, kind of rectangle that looks really good on YouTube and can look really good on websites. So those are the three options that you can do. And once you have created your, basically where you want that soundbite to be taken, all you have to do is create one shape, wait a few minutes while it's processing, delete it, and then push create again. And the timestamp is already done and ready for you. So you just click on the next social media size that you want to have. And that's about it. Um, that's been really fun. Again, that's another thing that just, it's going to have the guest photo, whatever you choose, or if it's your standard artwork, and then it's kind of a green line that bounces up and down. Um, when I'm posting that, I like to include, you know, hashtags and, um, you know, make sure I'm, I'm tagging that person. So, so, you know, they know to share it around if that's, kind of the goal. Um, but those are some of the things that Buzzsprout does. It keeps track of all your stats, like I said, which is really cool to see how many downloads you've gotten, where those downloads are coming from all over the world. I've been stunned. People in Timbuktu download our show. Like I have no idea how they even hear about us. Um, it shows you what devices they are downloading them on. It also shows you which platforms people are using. So again, generally speaking, Apple is going to be the highest, uh, but there's many and it tracks all of that. So you can understand how to do the targeting and how you're going to um, get your message out to as many people as you like. We're going to talk about this again in a future episode, but I do want to just quickly mention there are also software programs online where you can meet and sync up with other people. You can pitch yourself to be a guest on other people's shows. You can also find people who are doing the same. They are pitching themselves and, and highlighting what they would like to talk about. They might have an introduction done for you, um, potential questions, things they've overcome, examples of other podcasts that they've been on. And, you know, it's kind of cool. I found a bunch of people to interview that have been directly in my line of work and people that I kind of know of, it just gives me a nice way to reach out to them. And I've also met tons of people who I would never have contact with if I hadn't used a site like this. Um, it's more indirectly related to what we do. So that's been really fun. I would love to call out pod match is one that's been really helpful. Um, pod booker is another one that's also been very helpful to find guests. And the third one that I really like is guestio G U I S T I O. And again, you can create a profile both as a host or a guest and put yourself out there to find people that you would like to interview. So just wanted to leave that there. We're going to go into much greater detail in a future episode about how you can find great guests to interview, interviewing style and all that stuff. Today, I wanted to focus just on the software and 
that qualifies as software. So we talk about it. So anyway, those are some software things to consider. That's all I could think of for now. If I can think of anything else or things change down the road, I'll probably just add another audio file to this so you can stay up to date. But I hope that's helpful in getting you to your podcasting journey a little bit faster without having to go through everything that I did to go find some of this stuff. So until we talk again, happy podcasting. Thank you for listening to the How to Make a Podcast podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a rating and review on Apple. Also, be sure to check out the show that made all of this possible, Boundless Body Radio, where we provide tons of helpful and informative content, feature incredible guests, and talk all about health and wellness. Cheers, and thank you for joining us on the How to Make a Podcast podcast.